Welcome to the While We're Waiting, Hope After Child Loss podcast. I'm Jill Sullivan, your host and one of the co-founders of the While We're Waiting ministry. This is a podcast of stories, stories of devastating loss and grief and heartbreak and struggle, and stories of hope and healing and faith and yes, even joy. Stories that will help us live well while we're waiting to see our children in heaven one day. We pray that these stories will be an encouragement to you as you walk this road of grief. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad to have you joining me again today. My original plan for this podcast is that it would be an all-interview type of format with episodes released once every two weeks. I wanted to publish more often than that, but realistically I knew that it would be nearly impossible time-wise, especially as we're tentatively beginning to move forward again with our bereaved parent retreats during this COVID season. Interviews take a lot of time to coordinate, record, and edit, especially the editing part for a novice podcaster. But once every two weeks leaves a large gap between episodes, so I've decided to publish a short solo episode in the between interview weeks from my own experience as a mom whose teenage daughter died of brain cancer, something to hopefully encourage you on your own journey. One of the wonderful things about our bereaved parent retreats is the rich conversation we're able to have as parents who truly get one another. The discussions are not about the latest blockbuster movie, our favorite sports teams, or the current political landscape. There's very little small talk. No, we talk about things of real consequence, things of eternal significance. As one bereaved dad said one time, everybody around me wants to talk about kindergarten, and I want to talk about calculus. We all knew exactly what he meant. So a question that sometimes arises at a retreat is this one. How do you keep from losing your faith? That's a profound question, and when someone asks a question like that, they're clearly not looking for a Sunday school answer. All things work together for good, while true just doesn't satisfy in that moment. It's a question that every parent who has lost a child grapples with to some degree, including my husband and I. How did we keep from losing our faith after receiving a diagnosis of terminal brain cancer for our teenage daughter, a year of grueling radiation and chemotherapy treatments? seeing her lose her hair, her vision, her mobility, her intellect, and then the unspeakable experience of watching her take her final breaths, and now living without her presence for over 11 years. Is it because we're some kind of super-Christians with faith that's faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings with a single bound? Is it because we have some kind of inside track to God, some secret source of strength that no one else knows about? Absolutely not. There's nothing unique or special about us, and although we've never come close to losing our faith, our faith has certainly been shaken by the events of the last several years. So when something truly devastating happens, how do you keep from losing your faith? For me, it all comes down to holding on to what you know. When you're going through a terrible loss, your feelings and emotions are all over the place. They're very real and very present, but you can't trust them. Your feelings will tell you that God is not good, that God has failed you, that God can't be trusted. And believe me, Satan will take advantage of those feelings to plant doubts in your mind and in your heart. You have to accept that those feelings are going to be there, but you can't let them eclipse what you know to be true. I recently found a quote from John Piper that says this, My feelings are not God. God is God. 
My feelings do not define truth. God's Word defines truth. My feelings are echoes and responses to what my mind perceives. And sometimes, many times, my feelings are out of sync with the truth. When that happens, and it happens every day in some measure, I try not to bend the truth to justify my imperfect feelings, but rather I plead with God, purify my perceptions of your truth and transform my feelings so they are in sync with the truth. And what is that truth? What can we depend on as true when chaos and suffering are swirling around us? First, we know that God is sovereign. He is not surprised by anything that happens on this earth. Psalm 139, 15 and 16 tells us that each one of us has a specific number of days to live, and this was determined by God before we were born. Hebrews 13, 8 reminds us that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever, so we can trust him. According to Nahum 1, 7, God is good and a refuge in times of trouble, caring for those who trust in him. Revelation 21.4 promises that one day every tear will be wiped away and that death shall be no more. 2 Corinthians 4.8-10 assures us that we will not be crushed, left in despair, abandoned, or destroyed. Psalm 30 verse 5 gives us hope when it reminds us that weeping will not last forever, but will be replaced with rejoicing. We have the assurance of Psalm 34:18 that God is close to the brokenhearted and will save those who are crushed in spirit. Job 19:25 reminds us that God is our redeemer and that he will one day stand upon the earth. In Isaiah 46:9 and 10, we are promised that God sees the big picture and his purpose will be accomplished in all things, even suffering. And finally, Psalm 103.17 promises that God loves us with an everlasting, steadfast love. Does knowing these things relieve our pain? No, not really. Our grief is still very real and it can be excruciating. But if we remember what we know and cling to God's truth instead of our feelings, it will help us fight off some of these questions and doubts that assail us during these times of suffering. Randy Alcorn says, The faith that can't be shaken is the faith that has been shaken. This is so true. I've been so privileged to sit and listen to many bereaved parents describe with tear-filled voices how their faith was shaken to the core when they lost their children, and how their faith is now stronger than it's ever been. How do you keep from losing your faith? By fully leaning on what you know and trusting in the promises of God's Word. Thank you so much for joining us on today's podcast. We hope it brought you some comfort and encouragement today and maybe made you feel a little less alone on the journey. Please subscribe so you'll never miss an episode and and maybe leave us a rating in iTunes to help others find the podcast. Again, we're glad you spent a few minutes with us today. It's a blessing to walk beside you as we seek to live well while we're waiting.